Hi everyone, Communications Director Jay Sokol here. In today's episode, I visit with Bridget Russell, who is Pool Supervisor for College Station Parks and Recreation. Now, Bridget and I recorded this primarily to highlight May being Water Safety Month in the United States, but we also talked about changes that she's observed in the ways that parents pay attention to their kids or don't pay attention to their kids, um, how finding teens to be lifeguards is getting tougher and tougher, and even dealing with weird things at the pool like poop. Yeah. Uh, by the way, water safety is obviously very serious stuff. The latest statistics show at least 20 child drownings in Texas so far this year, one of them in a pond right here in Brazos County. But Bridget had some really interesting things to share. I think you'll enjoy it. My guest is Bridget Russell, pool supervisor for the City of College Station. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. It's a wonderful Tuesday morning. Summer is about to happen, so I'm feeling good. Look, I, I wore what I typically wear to a pool, uh, polo and khakis. Uh, you wore pearls. What's that about? Um, I always wear pearls. Um, it, in fact, it's part of my Instagram handle, if you know me, um, like for my friends and family and all that. So I just, I prefer pearls. I think pearls are classy. And so I've been wearing pearls, I don't know, maybe 15 years now. And my son for Mother's Day actually always gets me like a new set of pearls to wear. I like that. That's a good look. Yeah, these are my work pearls. So they're not <laughs> expensive. I have like expensive fancy pearls and then I have like work pearls and then I have like work out, like I'll work out. I leave my pearls on when I do yoga and work out and stuff like that. So then I have like a cheap pair that I wear. I think that's pretty awesome. Shows how versatile you are. Yeah. <laughs> so before we talk about you, tell me, explain to people where we are. What is this facility? So we are at Adamson Lagoon. This is our main facility with the City of College Station. We have our three pools in total. So we have the Cindy Halloran Pool on Rock Prairie and then Thomas Park Pool on James Parkway that's behind City Hall. But Adamson Lagoon is kind of our, our crown jewel, um, our biggest one, our most popular one, the one with the water slides. Um, it's been open since the 70s. It's gone through some major renovations, but I think it's definitely part of the heart of the city of College Station. Well, at least during the summertime, May through August. So rarely is it this calm? No. Um, well, for eight months out of the year, yes, it is very calm. Um, for four months out of the year, um, it's almost like Disneyland for our local residents. So we are packed, crammed. In fact, we open Memorial Day weekend for Memorial Day weekend, and I'm expecting just huge numbers of crowds. That's good. Yeah. So before we get into May being Water Safety Month, which is a very important topic, tell people a little bit about you and your background and how you got to be pool supervisor. Well, I'm originally from California, so I was born and raised in Torrance, California, and I moved out here to um, become a Aggie. So I went to Texas A&M, fighting Texas class of 2010, and then again with my master's in 2012. All right. So my degrees are in sport management. Um, I started lifeguarding at the rec when I was an undergrad. I had worked retail all throughout high school and done a couple different things and I just, I love swimming and so I gave it a shot and I just fell in love with it. And so my degree was sport management and then I was lifeguarding and like, you know how you have those epiphany moments and you're like, this is what I wanna do for the rest of my life. Um, so I wanted to do that for the rest of my life. So I got my master's and was looking for jobs and you know how hard it is out there for a recent college grad. So mm -hmm. what I ended up doing is I continued to work as a lifeguard. Um, and then I started here in 2012 as a head guard with Vera Solis and worked under her as a pool manager every summer. But then I taught with Brian ISD full time. So I'd come back in the summer and work and then go and um, teach 
children with Brian ISD, middle school and high school kids. And then finally, um, eventually Vera retired, went on to great, do continue doing great things. And the Parks and Rec Department gave me an opportunity to work full time. So um, people do get to end up in their dream jobs because this is my dream job. This is like all I've wanted to do for probably the past eight years of my life. Oh, that's wonderful. So as pool supervisor, what are some of your responsibilities? Everything. <laughs> um, uh, with the City of College Station for pools, um, I'm kind of an army of one for the most part. I oversee the maintenance of the pools, the staffing, the training, the hiring, the programming, the swim lessons, our swim team, our College Station Tsunami swim team, um, the special events, which we have a lot of new special events going on this year as well. Um, so basically everything. I have seasonal staff, so my lifeguards and pool managers come on for the summer, and then um, they depart back to school in the fall, and then I just kind of run things. And then in the off-season, I help out with special events with the city of College Station. Now, I know we always hire up big time for summer months mm -hmm. uh, for, for you, especially for your world. How many part-time lifeguards and, and uh, swim instructors and so forth do you end up having to bring in for all your pools? Usually we hit 100, between 100 and 115. My wow. goal this year is to have just 100 lifeguards um, to keep us safe. And so then we hire on, um, we have about five swim coaches right now that we've hired for the tsunamis. And we are up to about 13. I want to get at least 15 WSIs. And, and then managers are about sitting at about 15. So roughly 100 to 115 people. Is it getting harder to find kids who or teenagers who want to do this as a summer job or do you have just as many you know as in past generations um i think that lifeguarding you know back in the the 60s 70s 80s was like a cool summer job um before there was a lot of research done on drowning and you know they started getting when it was cool to just come lifeguard and hang out um and then you know research came along and they've started really scientifically developing life-saving techniques and lifeguarding is a hard job so I would say yeah it's kind of hard to find teenagers that have um, that are able to perform the rescue skills but then just to want to work like it's a hard job it's the only responder job where if something happens there's no alarm or buzzer to mm. kind of alert you you are the alarm and buzzer and so you're sitting in the heat you're watching water protecting our community. Um, when you come off, we are our own janitorial and maintenance services. So they, the lifeguards clean everything, the whole facility at the end of the night, the bathrooms, the decks. Um, they help with first aid, so not just drowning, but if all the cuts and scrapes and boo-boos and everything that you can imagine. And so it's a hard job, and lifeguards tend to work 10, 12-hour shifts. Like, that's not abnormal in the lifeguarding world. So it is a hard job, and it's not for everybody. And and I think nowadays people just rather take the easy way out and maybe work somewhere else where they're not in the sun or they're not in the heat and they're not, they're just, they don't have to be on, right. if that makes sense. So we're recording this in May. May is officially designated as Water Safety Month. I guess water safety is what you're all about all the time. But tell me about Water Safety Month for College Station Pools and what it means to you and your staff. Yeah, it's funny. Once I become a lifeguard, once I became a lifeguard, I couldn't go to like pool parties anymore because it's just I'm just like I'm always on. So it's it's like oh man, oh something bad's gonna happen. You can't even relax, can you? <laughs> Not really, because I mean you get to the point where um, 
how we activate in like emergency action plans in case of rescues and stuff like that is whistles. And so if I go to a pool and I hear whistles, or even when I go other places and I hear whistles, like you'll see all of us, like if you get a group of aquatic operators around and whistles start going off or somebody blows a whistle, everybody just kind of like, <gasps> like, cause that's our, our main activator to yeah. go. Um, but yeah, water safety month's important. And I think that people don't realize how drowning affects our state of Texas, our city and our country. Um, there's a lot of facts out there about drowning that people just aren't aware of because water is such a fun activity and nobody wants to be told, um, <laughs> you need to stop having fun and think about bad things for a second right. um, so that you stay safe. So. Yeah, I, I would think that you and your staff, when you go to the lake or you, to somebody's backyard, you, just out of habit, you're always watching, you're always scanning. I mean, is that how you sort of find yourself at, uh, at pools and lakes and so forth? Yeah, when I go somewhere, um, especially like if I go to like a water park or a pool and I don't know the staff, I don't know who's running the pool or the water park, um, I get a little on edge, especially when I go to boats. A couple years ago, we went boating um, with family and I sat right by the little kids and I was like while we were while we were going fast on the boat I was like I had my hands on their life jackets and I mean even my dog was with us our dogs were with us and the dogs have life jackets on but I was like all right if something happens like I'm going in like I know I'm gonna go in and I'm right. gonna get these kids and so it's it's hard to relax the only time I feel like I can relax is like if, like I said if I go to a pool and I know who's operating and I know the staff and I know that they're trained well considering um that we all have our noses pressed to, to a screen, whether it's a cell phone or a tablet or whatever. Has, has the public changed, in your opinion, in terms of being interested in swimming or even being trained to swim well? Well, I think it, it just depends on the areas that you're in. So I know a big trend um, that's on our minds is how people enjoy water. And so um, in states like ours, boating is really popular we have lots of lakes so i think that's always going to be a staple in our lives like that's never going to go away um in terms of pools a big trend that we've seen in the last decade is that communities don't like flat water so the rectangle pools from the 50s and the 60s where you just had a pool and water um, are not fun and so what you're seeing is building more of these family aquatic centers uh -huh. where they have the water slides and the play structures and maybe a lazy river and like different amenities that people can just can play on um, and so there's a change in what people want but there's not a change or a decrease in people going to pools I think water is just always going to be one of those fun activities that everybody can enjoy children adults and then especially parents you know there's nothing that'll wear a kid out like a couple hours in the water in the sun it's yeah. a guaranteed nap afterwards so the kind of facility you just described is pretty much what we have right here at Addison Lagoon but talk about the other two pools that we have in case people aren't familiar with those so um our pool on Rock Prairie which I think more people know about besides this one is it's by it's at Brian Bachman Park mm -hmm. next to the Southwood Community Center and the skate park and so it's the Cindy Halloran pool that one is smaller than this one it's a there's no deep water the deepest point is about like five feet five five and a half feet and um, it has a zero entry like zero depth entry, which is one of those beach entries. Right. And it has a small clam side. So that pool is ideal for children, like families with small children and um, 
that those kind of activities. We do swim lessons there in the evening and we do training there. And like I said, a lot of our um, parents with small children enjoy going there. We have a couple of preschools and daycares that'll take their, their children, those kids over there. And so that one's a lot of fun. People enjoy Cindy Halloran. Okay. Um, and then our other pool is Thomas Park Pool. And this is kind of like our hidden gem, the lost treasure. So Thomas Park Pool is over at Thomas Park. It's directly behind Chili's and City Hall. Yeah. Um, and so that one is kind of getting less and less usage. It's still really popular. We have a lot of day camps that use that pool. Um, that one does have deep water and a shallow end, an extreme shallow end. It's not a zero depth entry, but the shallowest part is about two feet. So again, families with small children can enjoy that pool as well as adults. We do have a couple lap lanes over there for lap swimming during public hours. And then we have a small blue slide, not as wonderful as the water slides over here at Adamson, but still enjoyable. And I guess that's our oldest pool, right? Yes. I think Adamson is older by like a year or two. Oh, is it? I think so. Those Thomas Park and Adamson were built around the same time. Okay. And then Cindy Halloran was built around in the 80s. So tell me about um, what you see with parents. Because uh, when I was growing up, I think the biggest thing we had to worry about were parents at the pool with their kids, maybe reading a book and getting lost in a book, or maybe even falling asleep uh, because it's so relaxing out there. What kind of struggles do you and your staff have with parents and maybe not paying attention in the way that they should? Well, unfortunately, that hasn't changed much. Um, and it's it's and we feel again in the aquatic industry that it's almost gotten worse, that there's uh, parents out there not watching their children like they should. Um, it happens a lot in guarded pools, but also unguarded pools, like your HOA and your community pools mm -hmm. and ponds and backyard pools. Um, people just they're just having fun they just got get caught up and they don't think about it um, I think there's also um, in terms of adults that have never been trained as a lifeguard or trained to recognize what drowning looks like um, there's a couple articles that have been passed around this month against um, with m my counterparts in other cities about how unless you're trained you may not recognize the signs of drowning because it's not what it looks like in the movies right. at all and so um, it's a big push for us to try and educate adults and children that you need to be supervising your children. Um, there's been 20 fatal drownings in the state of Texas so far this year, and we haven't even hit summer yet. And all of those have been in ponds, lakes, backyard pools. So not one yet in a, in a guarded facility, all in unguarded facilities, and the children were, prob were not being supervised properly. Well, I'm sure parents take for granted when, they, when we come into an environment like this and we know there are lifeguards uh, present, we let our guard down as parents and, and feel like, oh, we don't have to pay as close of attention because somebody else is doing it for us. So you guys end up being babysitters. babysitters. It's kind of the, the ongoing, I don't want to say joke, but it's like the ongoing term that lifeguards are babysitters, and that's not our job. We watch water, not children, and so we're looking for things that could be wrong in our water, not specifically for children, um, not just watching children, because if we watch one or two children, then we're not watching the whole pool. And so we really, we pushed last year, and, and our policy has always been that if you have a weak or non-swimmer or a swimmer in a life jacket, that they need to be within arm's reach of a parent. And so we really um, came down on that hard last year. And so we had signs made just to help us help the community 
watch your children. We handed out little safety, swimming safety tips with every receipt and that stated our policy. And if parents were not watching children, then we got children back to parents and they were, you know, asked nicely, you know, please watch your children. If it was an ongoing problem, if we had a child that we were continually having to get back with their parent, then there is the possibility that we would ask someone to leave because that you're just endangering your child's life and you're endangering the people's life around you because if the lifeguard is constantly having to help or assist with a child that's not with their parents, then where does that leave everybody else in the facility? Yeah, yeah. So I know you guys uh, train a lot of kids every year um, how to swim, how mm-hmm. to become stronger swimmers. What if there is uh, somebody a bit older, uh, an adult, who may never have acquired those skills when a child? Do you guys actually help people, uh, older people, learn how to swim as well? We do. We have adult learn-to-swim classes, and so um, they're tied in along with our regular swim lesson classes. So when you open the guide or go to the website and you look under swim lessons, it'll say adult beginner. Um, and adult by our standards starts at 16 because we know it's hard for the older teenagers. We don't want to train them with kids because adults learn differently. And so we do have adult beginner classes in the morning out here in the evening at Thomas Park. And another thing that we've added this year is an adult learn to swim workshop style class. I added it. It's on Saturdays at Thomas Park Pool. And so I know that time commitment is a big thing for adults. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you commit to four classes, eight classes to learn how to swim. And so the workshop style class that um, I started, I added this year is so that adults can kind of pick and choose what classes they can make. And so it's every Saturday, 9 a.m. to 9.45 at Thomas Park, it's $10 per class. So if you can come this Saturday, you can come this Saturday. If you can't come next Saturday, then don't worry about it. You know, you're not paying, you know, 40, 50, $60 for classes that you can't make. So you come when you can make it. Is there a, a, a general age when people sort of cycle out of the pool usage and, and uh, just don't do this anymore? Are you finding that that um, that older people are starting to spend more time at pools as well? Yeah, I think... I didn't phrase that really well, but you know what I'm saying. Are, are yeah, you, there's yeah. no age limit on, like, water fun. Like, you... There's just no age limit, and so... Children obviously love water for what it is. You come, you play, you ride slides, all of that stuff. You know, I think young adults and adults love water, especially if you have family. It's just a fun activity. You cool off in the summertime. And then we have our baby boomers, um, one of our larger populations, and that have been active their whole life, or even if they haven't been as active, and they find that now that um, as your body start to get old, you know, you're trying to find ways to help keep your body in shape and to stay active, and water is a great resource um, for seniors, some, I mean, for semi-seniors or anybody with injuries. And so we have water fitness classes that we run Monday through Friday over at Cindy Halloran. And so, yeah, we are packed over there with um, older adults, adults without families, doing our water fitness and lap swimming. Because, again, it's, it's, it takes the, your body weight off, so you're not, it's no impact. Yeah. You know, for those with arthritis, back problems, knee problems, it's a great exercise because you're not putting as much strain on your body. So water fitness, lap swimming, those kind of activities, or even just water rehabilitation. We have a couple places in town that do water therapy and water rehab as well. So if somebody's listening to this interview, uh, whether it's Water Safety Month or any time, and 
and they would like to do something to improve the water safety skills for themselves and their families, what are some of the first steps they can do? Well, I would say, you know, there's a lot of resources online. And so, unfortunately, we don't offer lifeguard classes year-round. It's a goal that I would like, and to do community-type lifeguarding, where you're maybe not getting trained to work as a lifeguard, but we're teaching you signs of drowning, basic rescue skills, that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of resources online um, that people can access where they can find skills, you know, resources to help them learn how to be safer around the water especially for backyard pools and ponds there's lots of things out there that you can do um, to protect your family protect your communities you know and a lot of pool builders will install fences around pools barriers um, there's a lot of resources in terms of learning cpr so if you can again not even necessarily being certified in cpr but there's a lot of resources out there where you can go take a training and then that helps as well just knowing general CPR just in case something happens is a great skill to have. Okay, so let's talk about another important topic. What are some really weird things you've seen happen at your pools? I mean, just things that stick in your mind like, holy smokes, I can't believe that happened. Um, I don't know about weird. It's kind of like, I mean, I'm not a doctor at all. So, I mean, but you see all sorts of stuff. Like we, you know, poop in the pool is always fun. Um, that's one of our running things that, you know, we deal with poop all the time. People poop in the bathrooms, poop in the pool, poop on the deck. There's just poop everywhere. Um, and you just get so jaded to it. So, I mean, if it's like Adamson Lagoon is my baby and I have to change its diaper probably like (laughs) once a week. (laughs) Um, and then just some of the first aid incidences, like you'll be, you'd be surprised at how people hurt themselves and you know, how we have to respond and just being ready and willing to respond and, yeah. and everything. And that's another reason why I think lifeguarding is a tough job because yeah, 90%, 95% of the time you're watching water and life is good and you're getting a free tan and, you know, I buy popsicles for my lifeguard. So then they get off and they go have a popsicle yeah, and, yeah. and they build friends here. But then like that one time that you have to do something is serious. And so there's nowhere else that you're asking 16 to 22 year olds because that's roughly the age range of my guards to um, react in a serious as serious as a situation as that so I've seen 16 17 18 year olds perform CPR on people and save lives yeah. and rescues and first aid incidences and you know these kids are rock stars so that and again it's it's hard when people think about it that we're putting that much responsibility so you know, back to the poop issue, I think maybe part of the problem is the signs you have here that say lifeguard on duty. You see what I did, see what I yeah. did there? We can cut that out. Uh, okay, so give a final, give a final plug to uh, your pools and Water Safety Month, and if anybody would like to find out more and talk to you um, about things related to our pools or water safety. Well, I would say um, come on out to the pools. Summer's going to be great. We're looking forward to it. I think we are ready. We've had, we have our swim team in. So, I mean, we are ready for it. We know it's always going to be packed. People love Adamson Lagoon. Um, Check out some of our new events. We have a lot of new events that I've incorporated this year. We're on June, the second Friday of June, June, June 9th. No, that's a Saturday, June 8th. My mind is blanking on dates. I don't have my calendar in front of me. But June 8th, we're doing a parents' night out, Friday night. So parents will be able to drop their kids off at the pool, and we're going to provide games and swimming and everything like that. 
Um, so that's a new event that we're doing. We're doing our movies at the pool again. We're doing Doggy Day again in August. Are you? We are. That was so popular last year. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. So we're going to do Doggy Day again. And then we're also going to do um, a Challenger Family Social. So we're inviting families with family members that have special needs to come out to our Cindy Halloran pool. Great. Just kind of some time aside for those families. And so we're trying to do more and more things. And then next year I have even more events planned. Um, I would say the biggest thing for water safety is watch your children. So the two most important things that you can do for your family, for your community is one, put your children in swim lessons. Teach them how to swim. Teach them not to be scared of water and teach them how to swim. That's the biggest thing. And then the second biggest thing is watching your children. You have to watch your children and be aware of where they are at all times. And children can drown in guarded pools children can drown when you least expect it and even if you know how to swim you can drown as well you never know when something can happen um, like a health incident you know if somebody has a seizure and then they have a seizure in the water that's something yeah. that we can't necessarily prevent so you know you have to be watching and swimming with a buddy don't go swimming alone so those kind of things well, thanks for talking about a very serious topic. And in terms of events and programs and things related to your world, obviously that's on our website at cstx.gov slash parks. Uh, for you, it's slash pools and slash swim. But we also have uh, all the information related to your world in our summer activity yep. guide, which is also uh, at cstx.gov slash parks. Or you can pick it up at your favorite city facility. Yeah, and we have it here at Adamson Lagoon as well. Perfect. Bridget Russell, thanks a lot. Thank you. Thanks to Bridget for that interview. You can learn more about staying safe in the water by visiting nationalwatersafetymonth.org. And you can learn more about College Station's wonderful pools, events, and other programs, all at cstx.gov parks. Thanks for listening. I'm Jay Sokol.